Whoops, forgot a little something. Hello there. Welcome to the Ray Infinity Show podcast, everyone. I'm your host, Ray, and this is episode number 67. As, he, as I said before, this is not live on YouTube. This episode will not be going up on YouTube even when my strike ends because I have a strike and I got it for no reason. And because me and my buddies, we did not break any rules, but they say we did. And they have not, I have not gotten a response back to what exactly any of us said or did that broke it. They just said it was bullying and they didn't say anything else. So I got to continue dealing with that. So yeah, I, I don't like it, but. It is what it is, so, yeah. All right. All right, I'm gonna get, we're going to talk about this first topic here today. You guys are going to love this one. You can judge them by the title of the video. You guys will love this video, this, this topic right here. <laughs> Former Vice President Joe Biden says the pandemic is over with on CBS 60 Minutes. Took you almost three years, buddy. Took you well almost three years. This should have been declared over like um just like within a with like a over a year ago. It should have been because like everyone's moved past it. We're all done with it. But still, they they couldn't. They just kept pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. And now they realize that oh, people don't care anymore. So. Yeah, so that's that's probably part of the reason why. Because I realize there's a whole bunch of bull crap, so this is just what they're doing with it. So, yeah. Because um, I, I this is from Anthony and Brian Logan, who I'm a big fan of. Um, he has his own show. Like He, he posted on this, I think this is his website, yeah. And like um, this is how I found out about it. Well, I first watched his video on it, and then, he, then I went to his website to check this out. And then, yeah. Anthony Brian Logan, that guy's a beast, man. Like, you gotta, I love this take on it. You gotta go check out his, you gotta go check his channel out because he does a whole lot of great stuff right here. So, yeah. All right. This is, we're gonna go start reading this because there's also some videos right here as well. <clears throat> Former Vice President Joe Biden says the pandemic is over during a wide ranging interview on CBS 60 Minutes. 60 minutes as you guys know that is the that is the show that um that did that hit piece on DeSantis and went and lied about him they literally edited it out to make it look bad cuz like they're saying like oh DeSantis was only helping out uh, out white people and people that helped with his campaign and he was going against minorities when he found out like um that was the only place ready the place that he gave the V's to those people like that they were ready for it um the other places were not so yeah he did qualify um, qualify the statement by saying there is still some work to do. What work? This should have been over all over a year ago. But the pandemic that many many Americans have have grown to fear is done. This was an outstanding statement considering how much work the beloved Dr. Fauci and his minions have put into making the pandemic such a mainstay in the lives of all Americans and also people around the world finally i'm just it's i'm glad it's over i'm glad like i'm i thank god that this is over like it should have been declared over at the end of by the end of 2020 beginning of 2021 earliest at that at, at the latest i should say because this has been done gone for a long time 
but these people, they still kept pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. And yeah. And, and like, you clearly see like this. So yeah. Right here, like, and there's a few, and they didn't just talk about the pandemic in like this interview with in, in the 60 minutes interview. What they did was they talked about all, all inflation and stuff like that too. So yeah, let Matt, this is a tweet from the Daily Wire. I'm going to play this video down here too. Biden says inflation rate month to month was just an inch. The reporter asked, you're not arguing 8.3% is good news. And then he says, you're acting all of, all of a sudden. My God, it went to 8.2. <laughs> like, oh my God. Oh my God. It, it didn't really go down when you look at it. it. It just kept growing, growing, growing. So yeah. And it's the highest rate it's been in 40 years. It's gonna get bigger. It's it just is, like um, and the it, it's just gonna get bigger. It's pretty obvious that's what's gonna happen. So yeah, let's play the video right Mr. here. Mr. President, let's play the video. Um, hopefully you guys can see it right here. So, yeah, here it is. Mr. President, Mr. President as you know, last, last Tuesday, Tuesday the annual, annual inflation, inflation rate, rate came in at eight point three percent. The stock market, market nosedived. People, People are shocked. shocked. By their grocery bills. Yeah. What can you do better and faster? Well, first of all, first of all let's, let's put this in perspective. perspective. Inflation rate month to month is just a, 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 just an inch. Hardly at all. You're not You're arguing that 8.3 is good news. No, no I wasn't. Yeah. But it was 8.2 or 8.2 before. I mean, it's not, you're, I, I can make it sound like all of a sudden, my God, it went to 8.2%. It's been it's the, highest the highest inflation rate, Mr. President, in 40 years. I got that. But guess, guess what we are? We're in a position where, for the last several months, it hasn't spiked. It has just barely it's been basically easy. It's been going up. In the meantime, we created all It's just been slowly going up. And That's what's been going on. Have, have gone up, but they've come down for energy. The fact is that Except everything we've else created going 10 million up. new jobs. We're in a sense mostly jobs that um that people should have that, we, that were let go because of percent were the lowest in history. We're in a situation where manufacturing is coming back to the United States in a big way. So, and no, manufacturing is not coming back to the United States. And like just by watching this video, I think it's pretty obvious. It's pretty obvious that a lot of stuff was cut out because it's pretty obvious he was stumbling a lot in there. Like um, and it just. A lot of stuff was cut out to make it look better. So, yeah, you, you kind of get the idea right there. So, <sighs> yep. But, yeah, the inflation is just going up. Like, And he's just trying to deny it. <laughs> and this is a good one from Benny Johnson. Another He posts another clip from it. The, the reporter asked, what do you think of people who say you are unfit for the job of president? Biden then says, watch me. The proof of the pudding is in the eating. Like Anthony Brian Logan said, like, yeah, it's a it's an old phrase. It's a phrase, but it's a really old phrase. You don't really hear anyone say the phrase anymore. So you can kind of get this right here. Like, this is ridiculous. Pretty ridiculous. So let's just watch this right here. Mr. President. Let's watch this. Come on. Mr. President, you are the oldest president ever. Pretty good shape, huh? Which leads, Which leads to my, to my next, next question. question. You, you are, are more aware, aware of this than anyone. anyone. Some, Some people he's not aware of it because of he, he, he just, he's not even aware and of it. When himself. you hear that, I wonder, I wonder what, what you think. think. Watch, Watch me. me. Watch you. I mean, honest to God, that's all I think. Watch, Watch me. me. 
Do you think I don't have the energy level of You don't. They have you up on Adderall or something like that. Just to keep up your energy. Just watch and keep my schedule. Do what I'm doing. You take early naps. You don't have a lot of meetings. Come on, here's someone taking a lot of the meetings for you. So, And you do... It's a matter of, you know, that old expression, screw for the puddings and the eating. I mean... I, I, respect I respect the fact that, that people would say, you know, you know you're old. And, but I think it relates to how much energy you have and whether or not the job you're doing is one consistent with what any person of any age would be able to do. How would you say your mental focus is? It's focused. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I think it's I, – I have – look, I have trouble even mentioning – even you saying to myself, myself my own, own head, head the number of years. I no more think of myself as being as old as I am than fly. I mean, it's just <laughs> not, uh, uh, yeah. I haven't, I haven't observed, observed anything in terms, in terms of, of, there's not, not things, things I, don't I don't do now, now that, that I did before, before whether it's, it's physical, physical or mental or anything, anything else. You, you can't even keep up. It's pretty obvious just by watching some of these shots. A lot of stuff is probably cut out. It pretty is because they were. Pre they didn't want to make him look too bad. They didn't want it because he would have been stumbling way too much. So, yeah. Like, um, almost the vast majority of people believe that this guy, there's something wrong with him. Like, he he's he stumbles all the time. Like, he doesn't have energy. A lot of people, he's ignored all the time. So, yeah, it you, it's pretty obvious with that. Pretty, pretty obvious. So, yeah. <laughs> and this right here comes from 60 Minutes themselves. And it says, former Vice President Biden tells 60 Minutes that U.S. men and women would defend Taiwan in the event of a Chinese invasion. However, after our interview, a White House official told us that the U.S. policy on Taiwan has not changed. Let's be clear here. Um, if there was an, if China does invade Taiwan, because, well, not if, when, because it's pretty obvious that's going to happen. The U.S. would not um, aid, aid aid Taiwan. In that it's pretty obvious because um, Biden is working with the with Biden and Hunter and his son Hunter. They're working with China. They're working with the E um, the let's see W E F the W E F. You guys know what I'm referring to with the W E F. <clears throat> uh, Schwab <coughs> shop. Yeah, you know who I'm trying to say right there. So yeah, he's work. They're working with them. So yeah, trying to push the. <coughs> great reset. <coughs> great reset. Yeah, that's really what it is. So, yeah, let's watch this, too, because this is funny as well. What, what should, should Chinese, Chinese like right here? What, what should, should Chinese, Chinese President, President Xi know, know about, about your commitment, commitment to, Taiwan? to Taiwan? We agree with what we signed on to a long time ago. <laughs> and that there's one, one China, China policy, policy and Taiwan, Taiwan makes their own judgments about their independence. independence. We are we not, not moving, we're not encouraging them being independent. We're not, we're not let, that's, that's their decision. decision. But would U.S. US forces defend the island? The island. Yes, yes. In, fact, in fact, there was an unprecedented attack. After our interview, a White House official told us U.S. policy has not changed. Officially, the U.S. will not say whether American forces would defend Taiwan. But because the they wouldn't have chief had a had view, a view of, his of his own. So, so unlike, unlike Ukraine, Ukraine, to be clear, be clear sir, U.S. forces, US, U.S. men and women, women would defend Taiwan, Taiwan in the event of Chinese, Chinese invasion. invasion. Yes. yes. 
look at his face right here. Just just look at his face. He's clearly not. He's he's clearly bullshitting right there. And plus, plus on top of that, he doesn't know too much about what he's trying. What he's saying. Now it's not. It's pretty obvious right here. It's so obvious. Yeah, and this right here. <clears throat> The shocking one-liners did not stop at the pandemic explanation during the interview. Although the interview was pre-recorded, there were times when the former vice president looked lost, confused, and downright unaware of the reality in which the average American lives. Yeah, it's pretty obvious that's what happened. An example of such a moment was the question about inflation. Biden did not want to acknowledge the fact of inflation currently sitting at a historic high of 8.3%. Instead, he attempted to deflect on the fact that it hasn't risen much from month to month. Guess what? It doesn't matter if, it, if it's just slowly rising. Guess what? It's still rising. It doesn't matter if it's high or low. It's still rising, and he's not doing anything to stop that. He's just allowing it to go on by, by allowing the Federal Reserve to just keep printing more and more and more money. That's what it is. Mr. President. Play this clip right here, too. Oh. Mr. President, President, first, first Detroit, Detroit auto, auto show, show in three years. years. Yeah. Look is at this. Pandemic pandemic over? He looks confused right here. He doesn't even know what he's trying over. to say. We still have a problem. All right, look, look at this. Is, is the, the pandemic, pandemic over? over? The pandemic, the pandemic is, is over. over. We, we still have, have a problem, problem with COVID. COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. It's but the pandemic is over. Look at look right here. Look, he doesn't. He he's confused with. He's not even looking at him or even in front. He's just looking off to the side, like right here. So, and look right here. He doesn't even know what he's doing right here. Look, look, look at his eyes. Look at his mouth. He he's just staring forward like this. Uh, uh, yeah, the pandemic is over. We still got a lot of work to do. Some stuff need to be sorted out. Like, yeah, that's literally what it is. Pandemic is over. If you notice, no one's wearing masks. Everybody seems to be in pretty good shape. And so I think it's changing. And I think this is a perfect example. So you see, he's he, he looks lost and confused. Like he doesn't even know what he's doing right there. So, yeah. One from Greg Price, who I'm a big fan of. He's from the channel Black Conservative Perspective. I'm a big fan of him. So, like, yeah, I, I want to check this part out, too. The, and the, the reporter asked him, are you committed to running again? And Biden said, my intention, as I said, to begin with, is that I would run again. But it's just an intention. But it is a firm decision that I, but it, it but is it a firm decision that I will run again? That remains to be seen. He may, he may not. Um, at the moment, if I had to like put, if I had to put five bucks on it, I would say he's not running. I mean, I wouldn't put ten, but I would put five bucks on that he wouldn't run again, because like it's I just by looking because like they want to keep pushing him to be the the front man because like he's easy to control, easy to, for what people to tell him to do. So yeah, it, it's it's pretty obvious. I, let's let's go into this one too. Sure. sure. But let's look at this one too. Sir, are you committed, committed to, running to running again, again or, or are there, there certain, certain
conditions that have to be right. Look, if I were to say to you, I'm running again, all of a sudden a whole range of things come into play that I have requirements I have to change and move and do. In terms of election laws. In terms of election laws. And it's much too early to make that kind of decision. I'm a great respecter of fate. And so what so I'm doing is I'm doing my job, I'm going to do that job, and within the time frame that makes sense after this next election cycle here, going into next year and making judgment on what to do. You say that it's much too early to make that decision. I take it the decision has not been made in your own head. Look, my intention was said that again. He's not the one making that decision. It's the higher up there. Is it a firm decision that I've run again? That remains to be seen. So, do, do, will they push him? I don't know. Or will they have someone like Newsom run just so they can get a younger, fresh face in there? That that Because that, Newsom, Nancy's um, nephew, Pelosi's nephew, like um, he's just a yes man. He'll do whatever, what he, whatever he's told to do. But this, this guy right here, of course, he's going to do everything because he doesn't even know what he's doing. So, yeah. Newsom, even though he knows what he's doing, he's, he, he's, he'll, he's still a yes man at the end of the day. So, yeah. And Gray Price posted a few others. Let's see. Oh. I, I, there's not a single thing that I've observed that would affect me or the United States relative to my son, Hunter. Okay, if you I, run I, again. I, I've, got, I've got to watch this clip right here. If you, if run, you run again, again Republicans, Republicans are most, most likely, likely to go, to go after, after your son, son Hunter, Hunter. Hmm. once again. Once again. And, and I wonder, I wonder what, you what you would like, like to say, say about your son, son. and Let's whether any, any of his troubles have caused conflicts, conflicts for you or for, or for the United, United States. States. Is he going to mention the laptop? I love my, I love son, my son, number one. He fought an uh, addiction problem. He overcame it. He wrote no, about it. Well, he overcame it, but no, there's theories that he's still on it. They come back on it. From, from, that would affect me or the United States relative to my size. Yeah, he didn't mention the laptop. I'm, I'm surprised he did not mention it. But then again, it's 60 minutes, so of course he wouldn't be asked it. And Biden probably, if he's if he has any cognitive flow left. He would know not to say it. So, yeah, to even mention that laptop. So, yeah, in fact, there's a whole lot of videos right here. Yeah. Oh, we by this last video from right here. We have we have not a we have not a president like Trump who has made politics about personal attacks. We have not a president that right there just shows he his cognitive flow is just down. Right. It's down. So, yeah. Who today think? Let's read. Let's watch this right here. Who today think about it? It's all personal attacks. It's about motive. It's not about I disagree with you on the subject matter. And he doesn't even know what he's doing. Look, it's. I think it's fair to say that he doesn't know. We've not had a president like the last president who has made all of it so personal. Trump didn't make it personal. They just came after him. So he was just firing back. Come up, come to, up me to me in the last two years, years and say, Joe, Joe I agree with you, but if I if I, if I vote, vote this way, way it's gonna they're gonna primary me lose an election. It didn't it used to be that way. way. But it's, it's coming back a little bit. It's, it's coming back. back. Do you see it? It, it, it seems to me, Mr. President, that when you when were first, first came, came 
So yeah, like this. Let, let's rewatch that. I'm trying to figure out what he was trying to mean right there. I've had, I've had six, six Republican senators. I've promised I'd never say their names, and I won't. Come up to me in the last two years and say, Joe, I agree with you, but if I if I vote this way, it's gonna they're gonna primary and lose an election. It didn't used to be that way, but it's coming back a little bit. It's coming back. Do you see it? It seems to me, Mr. President, that Mitt Romney, Susan Collins, Lisa Mikowski, Marco Rubio, possibly. So you guys get the get the idea. It's probably um people along the lines of those. So. I'm assuming I'm most likely agree that it's at least Lisa Mikowski and Mitt Romney and probably Susan Collins. So, yeah, that just tells you a whole lot right there. Because Susan, because Lisa Mikowski, she's not going to win her um her reelection in the, in, on election night. He's not, she's not going to win it. So, yeah, because like her primary is so bad. Well, she's going to be on the ballot, but she's not going to win it. It's pretty obvious with that. Yeah, what was her name? Who's running again in Alaska? Um, the other one, the one who I think will win. Um, I forgot what her name was. Um, Chewbacca, Bak Chewbacca. I believe that's how, what her name is. Uh, I'll have to look it up later, but I think she will probably, probably, probably be the one to win that. So yeah, yeah. But like his, but like um, but like it said, it, he, the guy he his his cognitive flow is down. That the guy's mental state isn't doing that well. He doesn't really know what he's doing. He's just mumbling, like going off, like rum, 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 rum. so, yeah. And like when he called DeSantis, and he said what DeSantis is doing by doing a political stunt with with um, well, he wasn't in this interview, but like literally a couple of days ago, he said DeSantis is doing a political stunt by sending all those illegals to Martha's Vineyard. So. Yeah, you can probably get a good idea of that right there. So, yeah, it's pretty obvious what's going on. So, yeah. All right, I got one more topic left for you today. And I since and since I'm mentioning DeSantis, I'm bringing this one up. Um, I was good. I tr I talked about this beforehand, but um, with um, I forgot which episode it was, but the audio cut out, so I couldn't play it. Oh, and um, I was gonna also show play since that happened. I was gonna have it be on talked about the last time Adam was on, but we didn't get a chance to talk about it for a lot of reasons because we were just we were just having fun right there. So let me bring this up right here because this is actually just a, something fun, hilarious right here. It's hilarious. I'm bringing this up. Come on. Go up. Go up right here. Yeah, right here. This is from Breitbart. <clears throat> Ron DeSantis mocks Gavin Newsom after criticisms. They can't even keep the power on. Because as you guys know, there's a whole lot of blackouts going on in California because of not just because of the heat there, but also because of the, the energy crisis that's going on over there. So like, yeah, because they're they're like literally encouraging people to like they're like asking people to not use as much energy. That's what they're literally that's what's going on in California. And California is in America and it's supposed to be like the American dream. Oh, you have so much freedom, nothing. Nothing like the third world is going to happen here, but it's true. But that's what's happening in California. So it's pretty embarrassing right there. Pretty, pretty embarrassing. So, yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, and also like in Europe, too, like um, like in Switzerland, like if you they saying this winter, like you can actually get arrested if you turn your heat above 66 degrees because of the energy crisis going on over there. So, yeah. 
because like it's getting it's just getting so bad right over there. It's it's so bad. It's ridiculous. It's literally becoming like 1984. So yeah, pretty obvious. Uh, okay, Mister. Um, I that this guy is, just, is a complete weirdo. So yeah, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> okay. Yep. <laughs> Florida Governor Ron DeSantis subtly, 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 subtly hit back. Subtly, I'm sorry, I'm sorry about that, guys. Uh, my, I have a tongue twister going on today. Subtly hit back at Governor Gavin Newsom following months of crit critiques, noting that noting that the Golden Golden State under the Democrats' leadership can't keep the power on. It's like if you guys know, like Newsom, he's been putting like billboards up in red states, particularly in Florida, basically attacking DeSantis and Republicans about a lot of things, for, um, especially abortion, right there. So, and that's the main one, and also about um, certain mandates. Um, I can't mention those mandates here, but you guys know what I'm referring to. So, yeah. During Wednesday press conference in which he received an endorsement from Florida Farm Umbaru Federation, DeSantis discussed the reality that people want to visit Florida. And Florida is the number one vacation destination in the world. Like they, well, in the U.S. certainly. I don't know about the world. The world will have to look more into that. But certainly isn't in the U.S., especially because Florida's economy is like a, is like a tour, is mostly a tourist-based economy. And like um, they, DeSantis even said, like um, the the revenue um the that they got in 2021, and I'm pretty and I and I'm pretty sure he in 2022. I don't think he said about 2022, but he did say about 2021 that the revenue in 2021 is bigger than um the, is bigger than the revenue they got in 2019, which was pre C19. So that's a big that's a something big right there because people love freedom. That's why they're going to Florida or Texas or Georgia or South Carolina or a few others or Oklahoma. I could Tennessee. I could go go on and on. That's what people love freedom. And guess what? If you if you go into the into situation where like, hey, just leave me alone and let me be, people will love it and people will move there. And that's why people will will go. That's why Santis is so popular. That's why Abbott is so popular. It's just what it is. People love freedom. So, yeah. That's why you know you hear all this stuff. I mean, I hear a lot of people chirp chirping about Florida like California, he said. A likely reference to Newsom, who has continued to criticize the Sunshine State, even pledging $100,000 to DeSantis' challenger, Charlie Crist's campaign. That guy is going to be in – DeSantis is going to wipe the floor with him. Like it's just gonna wipe the floor. Like um, like Nikki Fried, I thought she was gonna be the one to um be the challenger, but she lost the primary to Charlie Crisp. So yeah, and she wasn't. She was just embarrassed. Like she was just awful in her campaign. Like it didn't even make a lot of sense. Especially like when she went on Patrick David Betts podcast and like he he and Jedediah just roasted her the entire time. So it was pretty funny. So yeah, that's it. I, I, I occasionally go back and watch that right there. And by the way, mention that Florida is, like as you guys know, with mentioning Florida um, being like a vacation destination, where Cyrus and I are, are obviously heading there um, in, in January to, to meet up with, with, with Carlos and just do a podcast in person. That's going to be really fun. Really fun. <laughs> 
They're so worried about Florida, they can't even keep the power on in California, and they cannot. It's pretty much become a third-world country. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me, DeSantis said, calling it ridiculous. It's turning out to be similar, very similar to China. Like China, they have a lot of like um, blackouts over there, so yeah. Right? And it's becoming like that. With all these mandates and stuff like that, it's looking more and more like China. And pretty a lot more like 1984. So, yeah. We stood for people's freedoms. And yes, DeSantis did. And obviously, the state has done very well. We have more people employed in Florida than we ever did prior to C-19. And a lot of these other lockdown states still have not recovered. California, New York, Michigan, Wisconsin, um, Washington, and D.C. Washington, D.C. as well. Oregon. Um um, pretty much all of the states in the pretty much the Pacific Northwest and also in the the e, was it the East Coast or West Coast? Well, the East Coast, the entire New York, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, New Jersey area, that entire area up there, other than maybe New Hampshire. But other than that, yeah. And also I would throw Vermont in there, too. I'll throw Vermont in there because I'll be generous. I think Vermont hasn't been doing that bad, at least to me. Yeah. Uh, mm -mm. Uh, uh, where is it? Uh, yeah, okay. There we go. A lot. He continued explaining that Florida is still attempting to weather the storm caused by Biden inflation. And yeah, it's just getting worse and worse and worse. That's It's not going to go down. It's going to keep this going up, 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 up. That's just what's going to happen with this inflation or this Biden inflation. <laughs> it's pinching people from everything from groceries to energy to housing, you name it. He said, making it clear that the Sunshine State does not want to replicate those same policies. DeSantis' jab, jab, jab following months of Newsom openly questioning the leadership styles of freedom-loving governors, all the while the Democrat state is continuing to suffer under Democrat leadership as officials ask Californians to use less electricity amid a heat wave across the Golden State even warning residents to prepare for outages. And indeed, the state has experienced limited outages this week. Uh, this was this article is like a week or two, a couple weeks old. So it's not this week. It's just from a few weeks ago. Ironically, despite Newsom's jabs at states such as Florida, his own in-laws moved to the Sunshine State during the yep, um, lockdown and a trust link to the couple also donated to a DeSantis pack. So yeah, like... They don't even believe their own policies. Newsom doesn't. Biden doesn't. Whitmer, um, the governor in California and in New York, um, I forgot what her name is. So yeah, the one that replaced Cuomo. So he's not much better. She's not much better. So yeah. But yeah, that's pretty interesting right there. Um, I this, what's this one? I I don't think I've read this one. I may. I, oh yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll go talk about this one, right? I'll talk about this one because I need, I want one more, I'm going to talk one more topic because I got plenty of time, plenty of time right here. So, yeah. I, 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 I this guy's uh, is weird. Obviously, the hair just makes it, well, not the afro, but um, the way that he just, he just, it's just conditioned. It just looks odd right there. So, yeah. <laughs> this, Ellie Mistel. White people turn violent when they don't politically get their way all the damn time in this country. 
what evidence does this guy have for that? I, I, I truly want to see right here. So, yeah. <laughs> the nation's Ellie Mistel was at it once again, Saturday during an appearance on MSNBC's Cross Connection. Hmm. Yeah. Mistel reacted to an interview that former President Donald Trump had with radio host Hugh Hewitt earlier in the week, warning of the reaction if he were to be indicted. However, Mistel said that was how white people reacted when they didn't get their way in America. Here we go with the race card again. This this guy has no argument. He just immediately goes to race because he has nothing better to do. Let's start here. Okay, let's start with the problem of the fourth estate. The American media, he said, listen to that clip again. Hugh Hewitt made it made it made himself sound like Billy Bush in that clip, right? What kind of problems, Mr. President? He is threatening to unleash domestic terrorism on the country if he is held accountable for crime. What? How is he's he's so you're, he's trying so you're trying to say that he's willing to like unleash domestic terrorism on the country if he's held accountable? And guess what? For a crime, he didn't commit a crime, so you know. And you, a media person, is sitting there saying, what kind of problems might we have? What is that? What is that? At some point, the fourth estate is going to have to realize its complicity in allowing these white domestic terrorists to organize and attain some level of legitimacy as they threaten our democracy. First of all, we are not a democracy. We are a constitutional republic, buddy. Ellie, we are a constitutional republic. We are not a democracy. A democracy is two wolves and a sheep deciding what's for lunch. A republic allows every area to have some sort of say. That's just how it is. I want to table table that because this is a huge part of the problem. Mistel continued, the, the cause of the problem, of course, is Trump himself and his mega occultists themselves and the people who are willing to do the violence in Trump's name. So... What is the problem? He he's not MAGA is not the problem. Neither is Trump. This is the media and the leftists that are the problem. You guys are the ones causing this, not us. Trump himself isn't causing this. You guys were the ones that started this, and the media too. <laughs> Again, I want to say that I'm not surprised that he is threatening this because he is a literally doing it before, and be, because this is literally what consent. Cons- Conservative white folks do when they don't get their way. No, we do not. This is what a lot of what liberal folks do. You should have referred to that. They turn violent as a black man in this country. And guess what, buddy? I'm a black man too. So I got I got a lot to say as well. As a person who is aware of the black history in in the new world, white people turn violent when they don't politically get their way all the damn time in this country. It is what they do. And from the perspective of a black person. Welcome to the world I've been living in in America, threatening to turn violence against non-black people. Guess what? I, I'm a black man myself. It's not like that anymore. Black people, are, this is the, in America, there, America has the richest black people, the, and the richest and wealthiest, the most land and property that black people own, and the most freedom that black people have. You really get that right there. What more do you want? No, black people are not being treated the way that you are saying to anymore. They're not. We black people are being treated good now. That's just how it is. Where slavery is gone and segregation, for the most part, is, is, segregation is, is pretty is pretty much gone. It's illegal for segregation in this country. It is. So yeah, 
there might be like there might be like some one or two old folks out there that that just haven't gotten up with the times. But you're making it seem like one or two people um um is it represents the entire conservative white what uh, conservative people. So yeah. And by the way, as a black man, I do not look up to this guy right here. A black man that I look up to is Clarence Thomas or Ben or Ben Carson. Those are just a few of them. And Candace Owens too. I'm a huge Candace Owens fan. So yeah. And also Eric July. Yeah. A lot of these people are, are great. That those ones are. This guy is not. So yeah. Playing the video I mean, right I mean, here. Is this'll be interesting to watch. I mean, this, I mean, the courts have always been such a big deal for the Republican Party, right? During Trump's uh, tenure, he appointed over 200 judges, uh, a majority white male judges. Some had never uh, been judges before um, and really had flimsy resumes to take up these positions. But it's not just the courts that are threatened here, Elia. Uh, you know, this is something that is very concerning to me because Trump, and I will caution our viewers, I do not enjoy playing Trump sound. I do not enjoy giving him attention and centering him because that's exactly what he wants. But, but this, this threat, threat to the, to the Well, the thing is, Trump is living in your guys' head rent-free. That's that's the funny part right there. So yeah. Yeah, of course you're lying when you say like, oh, you don't want to give him attention. No, you want to give him attention because that's because you think about him all the time. You literally can, you literally have like an extremely hard time thinking about anything else. Yeah. The, country. the country. I do I think, think it's, it's important, important to, to play, play and talk about. about. He's, He's threatening, threatening the country, the country Ellie. Ellie. Take a listen How? Uh, to what he said just this week, and then we'll talk about it on the other side. I think if it happened, I think you'd have problems in this country, the likes of which perhaps we've never seen before. I don't think the people of the United States would stand for it. We would not stand for it. If, if, if like, if Trump, if they find some way to try to indict Trump, we people will not stand for it because guess what? If that happened, you would legitimately start a civil war because guess what? Trump is like is the head guy of the MAGA party. He is. But guess what? People are – when you guys met – when people mess with here's, – here's what I'm trying to say. If, if they try to take Trump out, get this, the, this all hope for America is gone. There will legitimately be a civil war. And China, and after that, China and Russia will be the ones taking over as the dominant superpowers of this of the world. That's what will happen, because guess what? Trump is—he's the front man. He is—he is the leader. That's why. And like, he—he's the guy that every mega person looks up to. That—that's just what it is. So yeah, you guys would cause—they would cause some something awful to happen. And it wouldn't be us causing it; it would be you guys causing it. So, yeah. What kind of problems, kind of problems, Mr. President? I think they'd have big problems. Big problems. I just don't think they'd stand for it. They will not, we they will they will not sit still and stand for this ultimate of hoaxes. I mean, this sounds a lot like stand back and stand by. He's not acting like he's under investigation. He has. He wasn't calling for violence when he said stand back, stand, stand by. Uh, a rally planned in Ohio tonight. Um, this kind of thing is, is quite scary, Ellie, and I just want to be petty again and say, you know what? We tried to tell you. So now here we are facing this man who keeps trying to rally the troops and give a wink and a nod to the Tiki Torch marchers uh, to essentially create havoc, not just in the court system, but also in these streets. Your take. Let's start, let's start here, here. Okay? okay? Like, let's, let's start, start with, with the problem with the fourth state, state the American media. media. Listen to that, that clip again, again, right? That, that, that Hugh Hewitt made himself, made himself sound like Billy Bush, Bush in that clip, right? Yeah. What kind of problems, Mr. President? Like, 
He's threatening to unleash domestic terrorism on the country. No, he's not. No, he's not. If he is held accountable for crime and you immediately... He was not threatening to, to unleash that. He's just, he's just saying people wouldn't stand for it. That's not, I'm threatening to unleash I'm, I'm, unleash something. He's sitting there saying, what kind of problems make me have? What, what is that? What is that? At some point, the fourth estate is going to have to realize its complicity in allowing these white domestic terrorists to organize and attain some level. First of all, if there are any terrorists like that, why are you just saying white? Really? Guess what? There are more than just white Trump supporters. There are other kinds of Trump supporters. Black, Hispanic, and Asian, and all other kinds of Indian Trump supporters. That's how it is. Guess what? No one is calling for violence right here. All Trump said was he would not stand for it. That's all he said. Level of legitimacy as they threaten our democracy. So I want to like... We're not a democracy again. That's a huge part of the problem. The cause of the problem, of course, is Trump himself and his MAGA acolytes themselves and the people who are willing to do the violence in Trump's name. Again, I'm not... I guess I, 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 I want to say that I'm not surprised that he's threatening this because, A, How's he threatening he's literally done it before. And he hasn't. B, no, he hasn't. This is literally what conservative white folks do when they don't get their way. They turn violent. So was the summer of love a bunch of white conservative folks? Yeah. Person who was who was aware of the black history in the new world. White people turn violent when they don't politically get their way all the damn time in this country. It's what they do. And so, and so from the perspective, from perspective of a black person, person, I'm kind of like, like welcome to the world that I've been living in, America, America because, because now what we have is white domestic terrorists threatening to turn violence against non-black people, against everybody else, else, if the white supremacist um, ideology doesn't win the day. And Literally saying Trump and all everyone who's MAGA is a white supremacist. So he's saying, like, anyone who, any black, like Hispanic or Asian or Indian or any other anything else that aren't white, that are part of MAGA are white supremacists. Literally, you see how pathetic this guy is. He's he. This guy's a loser himself because he 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 doesn't have anything to back it up. Yeah, Their yeah, white supremacist king is held accountable for crime. And I want to point out, Elliot. No you're, you're, you're right, and you're not opining. I mean, that statement is rooted in history. In fact, if you are even a modest student of history, you have seen this scenario play out several times, which is why we punctuated the point we are trying to tell you. And I just want to echo your point about the media sanitizing these folks, because the people who abandoned him on January 6th, he was just as bad on January 5th. And so to be given a platform to sanitize yourself after aligning with this foolishness is disgusting to see as a member of the press. I want to shift gears because you wrote a wonderful piece in the nation. Uh, you're, you're always so insightful and thoughtful in your writing. As much as you all enjoy Elliot on television, his writing okay, is... Okay, yeah, I'm not going to go read into that. So, yeah, like, that that would be annoying. So, yeah. Uh, you clearly see what's going on right here. You can clearly see. So, yeah. That the, the leftists, they say, like, I'm, oh, we have um, conservative white folks don't get their way. They're going to unleash violence. Why isn't he talking about, like... um? The leftists. Why? Because it would threaten their ideology. That's just what it is. So, yeah. 
All right, now um, I'm going to wrap this episode up right here because um, we've been going on for 43 minutes, something along, along those lines. So, yeah, this has been a great episode, fun episode. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And for the time, like, guys, remember, for the time being, I'm going to be on Rumble for a bit. Uh, I don't know when I'll go. I don't. I, for right now, I'm, I'm going to be posting clips to YouTube, just clips of, from the from the podcast. That's all I'm going to be doing. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but some episodes, there may be some episodes that I post the full podcast on YouTube. I'm There may be some times where I will. I, I won't be everyone, but there will be some that I will. I just don't know which ones they'll be because, um, like, I literally have to just work on them. So, yeah. <clears throat> All right, guys. Like, um, make sure to like this video and subscribe to the to this channel here on Rumble. Also, go follow. Also, go subscribe to my channel on YouTube too. So yeah, while well, I'm still up there, yeah. Also, follow me on all the other social media platforms as well. Okay, because so, I'm just trying to grow the brand and grow beyond just my regular channel. Also, I still I'm still going to start those other podcasts that I talked about um, yesterday with Carlos and Osiris. I'm going to be starting the sports one. Uh, a TV and movie review channel, and also a um, reaction channel too. So yeah, it's gonna be pretty fun. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm I'm your host Ray. This is the Ray Infinity Show podcast. This is episode number sixty-seven. Catch you guys later. Peace.